Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, family, friend. I appreciate you all for your support um, and just allowing God to use me. I say this every single time, but truly in my heart, I'm so thankful. I am so, so thankful, you know, and um, I just appreciate you guys. Truly, I say this every single time, but I don't know. I'm that type of person who don't know how to say, I mean, who, how do I say it? I'm the type of person who always says thank you, like maybe too much because I really am. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird to not say thank you. So I always start off thanking you guys. And of course, thanking the Lord because he's, he ministers to me while I minister to you guys. So even though like I'm in the quiet place, but when I get on and I record, it's like he ministers to me again. Like, I don't know. God is just amazing. So today, um, it's different. I'm just talking to you guys and the Lord wanted me to share with you guys how I discern, um, in the spirit and just my personal experiences Um, so I just journaled all the ones I can think of off the top of my head. And, um, God was just pouring, I guess you can say pouring, 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 because I guess there's some of you guys out there who are feeling kind of lost and unsure of what you're feeling, what you're seeing in the spirit versus the natural. And so I guess God wanted me to share what I know, but I just want to tell you guys off top, like I've, I've not been trained professionally. And what I mean is I haven't gone to school. Um, I did have someone mentor me and they helped me sharpen my discernment, but I've never like gone to a class or anything like that. Um, what built a lot of even my ministry was God truly, truly God. So I want to tell you guys too, like if you're in a season and you're just like alone with God, you are in the best place that you can be in. Because when I was in that season and God removed friends and family, and it was literally just me and him, um, I grew so much. I grew so much. And I'm going to tell you guys, I cried a lot. I cried a lot. I cried every day you would even mistake it as depression. But it was like God was really breaking some things off of me. And it's like what I was talking to my friend about last night. When God opened my eyes to what's really going on and what's true, um, because I think we're raised into believing this false thing of what we see and even this false belief of who God is. When God tore those things off my eyes and I saw God for who he really was, I was so in love. For one, but two, when I started to see and recognize like demons and certain unclean spirits that were operating in me and people around me, it was traumatizing. (laughs) It was traumatizing. So like when you learn what's really going on, it's probably going to shake you a little bit, but just be glad that you know the truth. And I just want to encourage you to keep pushing through that because God, if God has you there, there's something, there's an assignment he has on your life that's going to bless a lot of people. So like other people's deliverance is tied to your deliverance. So 
Don't, you know, be discouraged. Don't be like, you know what, it's a lot. Because it does make you feel like, forget it. I just want to run away. I don't want to do this no more. (laughs) But we have God. You know, God is our protection. He's not going to let anything overcome you. It feels that way. But understand, like, your vindication, you know, is tied to your obedience with God off the rip. So just wanted to tell you guys that. Um, So I'm going to open up in prayer real fast. And then I'll share with you guys, like, what God what God has taught me so far, okay? So God, we thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you for being so faithful to us, God. God, right now I ask that you uh cleanse my heart, cleanse my mind, Jesus. I pray, Father God, that you will take over this um, podcast, Father God, and you would anoint my word so that it comes out exactly the way you want your people to hear it. I pray that it will bless people. I pray that it will um, bring clarity, Father God. Um, And we just rebuke confusion, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray that whoever's listening to this, God, that you will sharpen their, their hearing for your voice, towards your voice. Help them and show them how to quiet the world, God, so that they can hear you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, God, we just thank you for another day, another day for us to get it right and to please you and to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so first and foremost, I want to say we all have discernment. Um, This is what God has shown me back to Adam and Eve. We know the difference between right and wrong. Now, not even just so much in the natural, um, there can be a situation where you're like, should I do this and should I, should I do that? We all really kind of know if we should or should not um, for like basic situations. If you're someone who's not married and this dude is asking you to come over, right? It's late. Y'all are going to be alone. I mean, you kind of know that you shouldn't. But sometimes we act like we don't know if we should or not, because really it's the inner battle of like right and wrong (laughs) is is the battle between like the Holy Spirit and your flesh. So that's just off the rip. But then there's this other level of discernment where I do know that it's kind of like, oh, I don't know what that is. And it's like that small voice. Um, Let me see. So even as a kid, I believe we have that and maybe we're just not aware of it. So I want to give you guys two examples that I know of when I was a kid and I wasn't exactly sure of what I was feeling, but I remember those days so vividly, like even today. So one example was um, this older woman that was married to my into the family. And when I met her, I off the rip did not like her. So I thought, but it was something that I saw in this woman that I knew was evil. And I guess I didn't know as a kid how to articulate it, how to make sense of it. I just didn't know. I just knew it was just like, I had the uh feeling, right? So crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm about to be 30 years old this year. And I find out that this woman was actually um, not a good person. She's very, like, really wicked and just kind of conniving and did a lot of things underground, right? So she's been exposed. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's probably what I was discerning as a little girl and didn't know. Another um, time I had where 
I was discerning something in the spirit and just didn't know. Um, man, I want to say was I, I was six or seven years old. I was pretty young and I was at a, a birthday party and I was walking around, you know, um, doing whatever, doing what kids do. <laughs> uh, and I walked into this trailer right? It was, it was a backyard, a party in his backyard. And there was this trailer, me being nosy Bree, right? I opened the door, I peek in there and there's this woman in there and she says, oh, you want to come in? So I come in like, oh, okay, cool. And she has like these Barbies. Like she asked me if I want to play with these Barbies and I'm like, well, yeah. Okay. I'm sitting on her bed and I, you know, looking at the Barbies and she's playing with me, but you guys, I felt this spirit of like, uh, lust, perversion. I don't know how to describe it, but it was enticing. It was enticing even to my flesh as a little girl. And I remember it so vivid, vividly because I didn't know what sex was. I didn't know anything about orgasms or anything. I didn't know any of this, but sitting here in front of this woman, I had all these feelings that just came up on me in a way. And I just left. Like, I think the woman went, she got up and went somewhere, like in her trailer, like walked to the back or something. When she turned her back, I just dipped out like, okay, let me leave. Praise God for that. Okay. Um, And so now looking back, I can discern that that was a spirit of like molestation, perversion, lust, all of that. Okay. So what I'm saying is like, we all have discernment. I truly believe we all have those feelings and I don't know. Sometimes we label it as as other things, intuition, women's intuition. Um, I don't know how guys discern things. I can only speak from my position as a woman. And obviously I don't speak for every single woman, but I do think we have those gut feelings like something's off, even if it's not as, um, like clear is how I described it as a little girl, which is crazy that I remember those. Like, I don't know why I, I knew this something is not right. And my lust, my lust, my flesh was kind of like curious of like, okay, we could see what is this? My flesh wanted to um, explore, I guess that because our flesh always wants to do what's not right. Okay. I mean, we know that, but I guess it was the Holy Spirit that led me um, out of the trailer because honestly, I truly believe I could have been molested by that woman, like for real. So anyway, um, I'm looking at my notes. So yeah, like I told you guys before, I didn't have any class, um, or any lessons on how to do this. It's just God just telling me to just speak on my own experiences. So hopefully it can give you guys some insight. Okay. Um, we also know the enemy does not present himself as the enemy because if he did, we will all be saved. We will all love the Lord. You know what I mean? Like he has to deceive us in order, like trick us to serving him, trick us to partnering with him. Okay. Because if we knew, then we would, I mean, I don't think we're, we're that foolish. You know what I mean? I think off the rip, we'd be like, uh, no, let's just not do this. Okay. But this is why God is, God is saying we have to have discernment. Um, we have to see what's not being shown, what's not really in front of us, because if not, then the enemy will devour us. 
That is his whole entire mission is to comfort God's kids, to comfort our souls. Ultimately, he wants us to be destroyed. He wants us to go to hell with him. He knows he's on a time limit. He knows he's not entering the kingdom. He only has so much time to get as many souls as he can. And our job is to discern and and be mindful. Thank God for the Bible, right? And like my girl would say, thank God for Jesus too. (laughs) You know, because we all have grace. But um, God gave me this word because I was actually allowing the enemy to manipulate me emotionally for a while um, through friends and family. And I wasn't seeing it for what it was because I have a really big heart. So off the rip, I don't just write people off. I don't automatically think somebody is up to no good. Those aren't my first thoughts of people. Um, usually is if God shows, and because God shows me things in people, God will show me an area where someone is broken. God will show me, um, what this person is battling with, right? Um, not to condemn or whatever, but because God shows me that I'll automatically have compassion for this person. And so because I have compassion, I'm very patient. I'm very adamant about serving this person and doing whatever I have to do to see that this person is good, right? But something that I wasn't aware of is even though God puts people on our hearts and God gives us big hearts and we are to help and serve people, there's a time when to recognize if you're being used, if you're being manipulated, or if this person really is receiving the help and the guidance that you're giving. And so for certain people, they were using my good heart for their benefit. So it was almost like maybe they are aware of where they are. And it was like, let me just play off of Bree's big heart to get what I want from her. Whatever that may be. They let me just use Bree to get this, 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 and this. And um I would continually get angry at God because it's like I'm blaming God for allowing this to happen. And God's looking at me like, no, you're allowing this to happen because I've given you discernment. And this is why I'm going to go through um, certain things and patterns and stuff that God has shown me what to look out for. And just know like sometimes too, people do not know that they are being used. So um, that has helped me to not be so angry at people and not to have unforgiveness You know, of course, I'll be upset off initially, but then after praying and processing, then it's like, okay, that's where where Jesus said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's so real. People just don't really know what they're doing. Like, yeah, they may have choices, but if we think of it as this, if someone who really knows God, I mean, really, really, really knows God, they would be careful not to hurt people on purpose. <laughs> they will be careful not to use God's people because then there be this level of fear. I hope this is clear. <laughs> so let me just get into um, what God was showing me in regards to patterns, right? Now, I didn't want to give this word uh, because it's just like what I was saying, like, I know how the enemy is. So if I'm giving this word out, Lord, and the enemy hears all this and people who are being operated or being used by the enemy knows, oh, this is what not to do. So this person won't discern. I was concerned about that. But God is like, he's all powerful. 
if someone decides to manipulate God's people from listening to these tips and things um, so that they can cover themselves deeper and go into deeper deception, you know, God will, and I repeat, God will create a situation where the mask will fall off and that person will be revealed. You know, God is a, is truth. God is truth. God is light. So he's going to, you know, show his light upon darkness. And that's how things get exposed. So it's always a matter of time. So God was telling me not to worry about it and just to be obedient. And so here we are. Um, Also, I wanted to say, um, God did not design us to be liars. Like, um, this is something that he showed me about last year. Um, We're not created to lie. So in the physical um, something will always confirm what you've discerned about somebody. Um, I never knew why. I, I'm not going to say I nail it 1,000%, not even 100%. 85% of the time, I can discern if someone's lying to me. Um, and it, it could, it's not even about me being so bomb or, or none of that. Because like I'm, what I'm about to show you, what I'm about to explain to you guys you'll be able to do the same thing. And I'm going to tell you guys, sometimes I don't really want to know the truth about people. I don't want to know if someone's lying to me. <laughs> I really don't want to because it, it to me, it's, it's kind of offensive and whatever. But God was saying like, it's always going to show. God's always going to give you a confirmation. And there's always going to be an automatic confirmation in somebody. I don't care how great of a liar this person is. And I'm not even talking about the stuff that they put online on how to tell if someone's lying like they say oh if the the person's voice gets higher that means they're lying if the person looks away that means they're lying i'm not even talking about that i'm saying god will show you even something only you will see only you will notice because it would be only for you um only for you that god is confirming yeah this person's not being honest with you it could be right then and there it could be even later like god will uh, replay the conversation or bring it back to your memory and he'll spot out something. I mean, this is how he speaks to me. He'll spot out something that that person said or did. And it's like, wait, wait, what? You know, that I can miss during the moment and it will just expose something. Okay. So, um, the first thing, oh yeah. And then I want to just highlight, you don't even have to look for it. When I first discovered this gift, um, I went kind of crazy and I had a, <laughs> I drove myself crazy because then I started looking too hard and too deeply about everything. And then you know what happened? Everybody was a liar to me. And God was like, you need to chill. So what God had me do was like, really just trust that he's going to show me. And so a word that I had to hold on to, and it was written on my mirror for a while, God told me, don't look for the truth. Don't go looking for the truth. Don't go trying to see and um, um, dissect every single thing. God said, I will show you. And the way God shows me when people lie to me is so graceful. Like the way God will show me, it, it won't even get me that mad. If I'm in the moment, probably. But like if he has me go back and I look like, wait, what? The way God shows me, I won't even be like super like pit. Uh, it's not pissed. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> but super mad. Like I won't even be like that. It'll be like, oh, okay. I saw that. Okay, cool. Well then I know how to 
um, where to put this person in my life, you know, because remember, I think I gave a word about us having to categorize people. So if God shows me that, I'm like, okay, let me put this person over here. Okay. And be careful on how I interact with this person. Right. So one pattern, um, that I've, that God has shown me is when you're consistently, uh, you're constantly feeling shorthanded by someone. So, uh, or disrespected, right? So someone's always disrespecting you and they're never considering your feelings in anything. Like, you notice this is like a, this is a constant thing that keeps happening. Maybe it's not every single time. Maybe it's not back to back to back. Maybe it's every other time. Maybe it's every other two times, but it's kind of like, okay, this is a pattern. It ain't this, okay, one time I forgive you, but you keep doing this and you keep apologizing about the same thing, right? So then you may approach this person in love, like, hey, you know, I kind of, you know, I remember I told you before, I don't really like when you do this and this and you, and then they just blow up on you, right? Either they blow up on you or they play dumb, right? Oh, I didn't know. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Or, oh no, I thought that, no, that, that is something you need to be discerning. Like that person can't be trusted. Okay. And I don't ever mean like just write people off and you're done, but we have to categorize people. God is a God of love. He's never about discarding people. Okay. Um, but just accepting people for where they are until he moves in their lives, right? Until they accept God, until they make a decision like, you know what? I want to change, right? Because we can't force people to do anything and God doesn't force himself on us either. So it's like, if this person is constantly disrespecting you, they have no love for you. Obviously, I mean, that obviously that means they don't respect themselves and they don't really love themselves either, right? Because we treat people how we want to be treated, we love people like how we love ourselves, right? So we just categorize them. Okay, I'm going to keep this person over here and not and just be wise. I'm not going to sit here and tell this person all this stuff. I'm not going to let this person in my circle and they're going to potentially hurt me again because they don't care about how I feel, okay? Discerning, that's um something to discern. Also, um there are people Look out for the people who remember everything except what you need them to do. Okay, I guess this is tied into the first thing, but I was just thinking of different scenarios that I was facing. And I noticed there were, there actually, yeah, this happened a few times with different people where they like, these people will remember everything that I tell them. I had a past where I would share my business with everybody because I I just talked a lot <laughs> and I'm like an open book. That's kind of like, I guess, the setup for how my ministry was, but um, a little wiser, right? You don't just share every single thing, but um, I would share everything, even in detail. And I noticed that people will remember, oh, remember when you said that they'll bring up stuff that I've said a long time ago, right? And I was always, because I don't even remember sometimes, I like, guess how much Bree would talk. I don't even remember telling that person that. But you remember that, but you can't remember something when I asked you to do this and this. So, yeah, I think that's tied into the first one. Be careful of that. Okay. Um, Another thing, people who claim to love you or like you, but they constantly slide insults as a joke. If someone's always joking, 
by insulting you, like that's a joke, you have to watch out for that person because it's God literally showing you something. I mean, they're showing themselves, obviously, but it's like, do you want to see that for what it is or do you not? Because everything is we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There's obviously some spirit in there. Because if you're left feeling hurt, you're left feeling insulted, you're left feeling offense, uh, offended, okay, that is not of God. Point blank, period. I don't care how, how the person try to dress it up. There's literally scriptures about not um, make, making coarse jokes. That's not love. Like if we just keep it black and white, that's not love. Okay, and if that person is, maybe they're just used to doing that. Okay, that's fine. But if you're asking them like, hey, can you not do that? And they constantly disrespect you. Oh, and they try to like fan it off and try to try to convince you that it's okay. You need to look out for that person. Like, I think not look out, but just keep your eye on that person. And like I said, how, however you need to categorize them. Like, okay, I'm going to put you over here, right? Um... I mean, okay, yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you, Jesus. So if you, <laughs> now look, I'm gonna tell y'all, me and my husband, we joke about each other all the time. And that's something that I would do with my, fam- with my family too, is literally a, a two-way thing. So there's an understanding. Like if I call my husband a big head and he calls me, I don't know, little head or whatever we talk about. He talks about my ears. I talk about his, like his ears, whatever. Like that is funny to me. That's funny. I don't really get upset about that. Right. Um, and it's the same with my family, me and my siblings, we do the same thing. It's just, it's jokes, but it's different, right? Cause that's our dynamic, but it's different if it's one-sided. If only that person's insulting you and you've never made a coarse joke about them, Right. Or you're not allowed to say something about them. Like, I think that's kind of different. If a joke is only funny to that one person. Right. So, I mean, obviously, we have to consider that everything has to be balanced and just take everything that I'm saying to the Lord, because it may not be like as black and white as it is like for me. Like what I'm sharing with you is things that God has shown me for me. So maybe it's not as black and white for you, but I'm saying keep your eyes open on certain situations and definitely run this word back to the Lord and see what he tells you. Um, Another thing, uh, people who love God or claim that they love God, but they have a hard time being accountable Okay, if this person cannot apologize, if they can never humble themselves and maybe they can't humble themselves right then in the moment. Okay, look, we are all human. Okay, some people get their feelings hurt. I know me, I'm I'm learning not to be so sensitive, but I used to be a very sensitive person. I would just need some time. Give me some time. I will come back around and I apologize for what I did. But if this person never because there are people who I know. They never apologize for what they do. Never. And if they do apologize, it'd be a half apology like, oh, I'm sorry that you got offended. Oh, I'm sorry that you didn't understand the joke kind of thing. Oh, I'm sorry you. Like they put it back on you instead of just sitting in that seat and being like, you know what? I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I apologize. And letting it be that. If that person cannot do that, you need to keep your eyes open on that person. And I say that because... Anybody who truly has a heart for God, um, they should be open to correction. 
in the Bible, it says only fools can't be corrected. If you get offended every single time somebody says something to you, right? And I've noticed there are certain people who like, it don't matter how you say it to them. You can say it's so nice. You can even put yourself on the line and be like, you know what? Look, I was wrong for doing this, this, and this. And I also felt like you were wrong. And then it's like, wait, pump the brakes. Don't talk about what I did. Like, we got to be careful of those type of people because it's like, well, do you really love God? Because I'm going to tell you something from my experience. God always corrects me, always corrects me, even when I don't like it. Because you know what? God works with on us. He doesn't tell you this person's wrong, this person's wrong, this person's wrong, this person's wrong. And God never, ever, ever, ever corrects you. Like, no, no, it can't not possibly always be the other person, right? Um, okay, well, like I said, because I just thought about it, for me, it, it there are some people where it's always them. I'm going to just say, like, there is some times where it could just be them. But even so, like, just take this to God. Um, But I don't mean to be confusing or whatever. And that's why it's so hard to... I could write a book about this because it's so hard for me to explain it. And I say that because of certain people that I've dealt with who have... They have this serious religious spirit where... um. They can do a lot of damage. Ugh, hold on. Let me just finish this list and then I'm going to circle back. I'm going to circle back because it can get really complicated. And I don't know if, if you guys have warfares to the extreme of where I experience warfare. Because when I say extreme, it's like if I say it out loud, it sounds so crazy. Like, what? Brie, like... What I've had people where I've told them or tried to tell them certain things I was experiencing, and they're kind of like, Brie, like that doesn't even sound real. And I'm like, Never mind. Like, like, there's only like two people who really, really get what I'm talking about, and there's nothing wrong with that. I say there's nothing wrong with that because trust and believe you don't want to be in like, like this type of warfare is, is, is just not for the faint. I'm telling you that, but it is what it is. Um, so what I'm saying is anyone who just can't be corrected ever right watch out for them because we're all supposed to be humble okay and pride is the spirit that won't allow you to be corrected okay um then right low-key attacks and the undertone like people coming for you with this undertone they constantly have an undertone no matter how many times you talk to them no matter what you're talking about, they always manage to slip something in there, right? And um, this is what I was talking about too, right before when I had went on that rant. This is partially what I'm talking about is like, you can't really repeat what happened. You can't really explain what happened because if you explain it to somebody else, they will automatically be like, okay, Brie, like, or you, or you're being too sensitive. And no, that's not what it was. And the reason why that person cannot see your position is because that offense, that jab was literally just for you. And I know that it sounds so crazy, but I prayed, right? This is part of hearing in the spirit, right? Some people can't hear it. People, Some people literally can't see it 
because the attack wasn't even for them. It was for you. Okay. And I actually had a dream and God confirmed that I wasn't crazy because I'm like, well, maybe I am being too sensitive, right? Um, God gave me a dream that I was in a, a group with people, a group of people. And this one particular woman kept saying rude stuff to me and everybody around, like I'm looking around to check everybody's face. Like, so y'all didn't hear that. So nobody saw that. And they didn't, they didn't. And then the person she's, she's smiling and like, you're saying some really disrespectful stuff or just being like low key with your, with your jabs and saying things that only I would pick up. Right. And she got the smile on her face. Like it's very narcissistic. Okay. But only like those, like to me, that's a whole nother level of, of, um, what is the word? It's a whole nother level of wicked to be able to offend somebody with a smile on your face and nobody else is able to pick it up in the room. That's straight demonic. Like, and if you're experiencing that, you definitely need to guard that. And I will say this though. Um, hold on, I think, no, I'm going to say that for the end. I'm going to say that for the end. So if you're feeling like that, definitely keep your eye on that person. Okay. Also watch out for people who cause you to doubt what God said or what God has shown, what God has shown you sometimes. And what God has shown me in certain seasons, like Brie, don't share everything with people. I have to ask God, is it okay if I tell this person this? I only have two people who are like, I'm really, really close with, right? Only two people. And it's only in certain people I'm only close with about certain things more than the other one, right? And so I ask God for a release before I say anything. Because listen, the enemy can use anybody in a second. The The enemy can use anybody in a second. So I can't just be leaning on my own understanding and thinking, well, this person is solid and they will always be solid. No, no. So I always ask God first because that person can mean well. We know like even in scripture when when Jesus rebuked Peter because Peter was speaking against the what God has already said was going to happen. That's demon- like that was the devil. So I'm saying this person can literally have a good heart and really be for you, but if they don't see what God sees or I mean if they don't see what God has shown you, if they're they don't know what God has shown you, then that word is just for you. And if you um Notice that somebody is always coming against something that God has told you or showed you. You need to be mindful and watch out for that person. Okay. Um, Yes. And then watch out for the people who do not respect your boundaries. God tells us to guard our hearts. God tells us to be as wise as serpents, but as gentle as doves. Okay, so the first part, right? Guarding your heart, you have to be mindful and and discern if this person is really for you or not. Because if someone really is not for you, they can manipulate you into missing your promises. They can manipulate you into using you. They can manipulate you into taking all that God has, has for you and take it for them. There's so many different things that they can do, right? For their benefit, being just very selfish, right? And then say you've discerned something in them and then you decide, you know what, I'm going to create some distance and that can be physically, that can be emotionally, that can be um, verbally. Like I'm not going to 
share so much with this person anymore. And they discern that. Like, they can pick up on, like, okay, you you kind of kind of distant. Like, what's going on? And if they get angry, okay, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Um, and like I said, and I say that, hold on. So then there's the wisest serpent and as gentle as doves. And I say that because... If we're supposed to be as gentle as doves, why why would that person get super angry or offended that you are now creating space to discern if this is if this is if you should be pouring in and opening up to this person as much or not? You know what I mean? Like why would that person take it personally if you're just guarding your heart? And I say that because I've actually experienced this. Um there was this woman who Walked into my life. She's one of my cool friends. And she, um, at the beginning, I had just came off of the season of not having friends. And God had to have me in a season where I didn't even need friends. And I was cool with thriving by myself, just me and the Lord. I was cool, right? And it took a minute for me to get there because I was always someone who needed somebody. And so once I was like established and cool and didn't, you know, wasn't looking for friends, God sent me a friend. And when he sent me a friend, I was kind of skeptical because I didn't want people in my mix, in my stuff, because the last person that or last few people who claimed to have loved God and had this walk with God and whatever, they burned me like over and over and over again. So I was kind of coming off of that. Like, I don't know. But I told her, I said, look, um, you know, I'm going to go on a fast and see what God says about this. <laughs> I went on a seven day fast and she was like, okay. Like she didn't fight me. I'm like, huh? I was so traumatized and so used to people questioning me, questioning what God said. Are you sure that's what God said? Well, why would God say that? When she was just so, okay, yeah, cool. No problem. She respected my boundaries. And I'm like, okay, now this is what a healthy friendship looks like. If someone, and, and listen, if someone who's truly sent by God, they know that God's going to confirm to you that I am. There's no worry. There's no sweating. There's no stress. There's no offense. Because you, that person would understand, oh, I get it. Because there are wolves dressed like sheep. There are people out here trying to be conniving. Yeah, you do your thing, girl. And you let the Lord show you that I'm, I'm for real. Watch out for those who get offended, okay? And even if they play like they're not offended, because we know there could be people on here trying to figure out the keys to, you know, deeper their deception. Even if they do play like they're not offended, it's only a matter of time. God reveals everything because you would just know. You would just know. For me, I know that I get this unsettling I can feel like sometimes I don't know what it is. I can just, mm, something not right. And even so, I've had times and seasons where even if I felt like somebody was for me, the season can change. So just because that person's for you in one season doesn't mean, and it could be just for something. God uses people as a catalyst to get you from one point to another point. All right. And say in that second part of the season or whatever, that person opens up themselves to the enemy by being hurt, jealous, offended, whatever. It can change too. So we just have to always um, 
be on guard. We always have to guard our hearts. We always have to be in the word and keep our ears open to what the Lord is saying, not what your flesh feels like. All right. Um, first John three, eight says, mom, it's, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is right, righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice They do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep sinning because they are the children of God. So now, uh, so now we, now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love another, um, does not love other believers do not belong to God. It's, it's like. God gives us exactly what we need to know, but I know for me, even so, it's like, I don't want to believe the worst to people. Y'all, I started praying, God, show me people's hearts because people can be whoever they need to be to get what they want. That is the harsh reality. I'm telling you, especially because we're towards the end of time. Like we don't know when Jesus is coming. But as you see, the world is becoming more selfish. It seems like everybody in a mama's a narcissist. No one's thinking about other people's feelings. Like there's not too many people who are for real, for real, for real about God. Okay, so these are the flags that you guys need to look for. And um, that scripture that I read was 1 John chapter 3, verses 7 through 10. I know that I said 8, but... Um, I, I just decided to go back up. So just read that whole thing. Actually, that whole chapter is bomb. So y'all go ahead and check that out. Um, another thing, right? God tells us to watch out, watch out for are people who compliment way too much. People who lay it on thick, man. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, thank you, but uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and this is why it's so important that you are so solid in Christ. That you know who you are in Christ. Because if you don't, you, you're going to fall for anything. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to read this to you. Proverbs 29 verses 5. Just verses 5. It says, to flatter friends is to lay a trap for their feet. Now, people who compliment you way too much usually are just trying to manipulate you. That's a mental uh, form of manipulation and emotional. Okay, because now look, say for example, because this happened to me so many times, people who will compliment so much stuff about me. Oh my gosh, your hair. Oh, you're so beautiful. Now look, this is somebody who had low self-esteem. I did not know who I was in Christ. I didn't have the highest self-esteem about my looks. I mean, I still really don't, but it, it doesn't even matter, right? But I'm over here thinking I'm ugly, I'm over here thinking I'm a nobody. I have nothing for myself and all this stuff. And I have these abandonment issues. And I'm going to tell you, wolves, manipulative people, they see that. They feed feed on that. They can smell that a mile away. 
they recognize a broken person. So when they see that, they're going to build you up with all this false confidence and make you feel like you they really care about you. And I'm going to tell y'all, <laughs> I know people who sat here and complimented me in my face and straight up talked about me like trash behind my back. And I knew it to be true because I saw that they did the same thing to somebody that I was cool with. Like this one person, you compliment me, you say all this stuff. So it's like, I already know you talking about me behind my back because you, I've witnessed you compliment this person in my face, but then behind their back, you're talking trash about them to me. Just nasty. I'm telling you right now, look, if you are built up in Christ, you are solid in Christ. You're not going to need any compliments or validation from any man because you're going to know. You're going to know who you are in Christ. You're going to know that God loves you. You're going to know that God has fearfully and wonderfully made you. You're going to know that you have a purpose to change lives no matter what kind of occupation you have. You're going to know who you are. And it's funny because I am in a situation where it's like I don't even need compliments from people. It's so funny. I started my YouTube channel and all that and I got not as it's funny. God prepared me for the season because when I showed people my YouTube channel um, and there's even people who I know are watching who hasn't said anything to me about it. Right. Thank you, Jesus, because Aubrey would have been so offended. I would have been mad, like, really? So you're not going to compliment me on my accomplishment? First off, it ain't even about me, right? My YouTube channel is for Christ. So God had to pull that out of me. My identity is not in my accomplishments. My identity is in God, in God alone, right? Second, I don't need people to applaud me. God is already, I know the Lord is proud of me. I know who I am. I know that I have power and authority in my, in my voice and, and how to speak to demons and all this. I know who I am. I don't need these people to say anything to me. We have to get into that position. That way the enemy can't use you with false flattery. I don't care what anybody says. Like, and I'm like, just thank you. (laughs) oh your sermon was so on me oh it was thank you praise god like it was all lord like i don't even need to take credit and i don't even get moved by that i mean if you are like that it's not like you gotta be in this pious position or oh i'm better than thou. like that's that's not what i'm saying it's like you just won't need it right and i'm speaking from a position of someone who didn't get a lot of compliments because I know there's other people too who are super haughty because they're used to compliments. All their life, they've been told they were fine. All their life, they've been told they've been successful. All their life, they've been praised and worshiped and stuff. I can't speak from that because that's never been me. I've always been the person who felt like who was always looked over. So whenever there was a compliment, it was like I used to get a little too excited. So it. If you know who you are, the enemy can't use that. And I'm going to tell you, Aubrey with, wouldn't be able to discern properly. I would see stuff and feel stuff in people and ignore it because I'm like, well, well, no, they, they can't be lying to me. They can't be using me because they said they love me. Because they said I was beautiful. Because they said that they trust me. Because they said I was their best friend. Yeah, don't, 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 um, 
believe what's being said. We have to believe the discernment. The Holy Spirit sees the heart. What is that scripture? God says man looks at the outward appearance. That's not just how the person looks, how the person carries themselves, what the person says to you, what the person presents themselves to be. Just because somebody carries a a Bible and can quote scripture does not mean that they're from the Lord. That's like a whole nother ballgame. Again, we have to be able to discern these things. And Jesus is pretty much saying, First John, when we read First John 3, 8, you will know them by their fruits. Oh, no, that's not the scripture. But that is a, there is a scripture that says Jesus said we will know people by their fruits. Okay, now um, the next thing uh, to look out for. When people chase you, then ignore you. Then they chase you, then they ignore you. Then they chase you and they ignore you. I've experienced this with a whole lot of people where they blow my phone up and send me all these cute text messages and they lay it on thick again. It's just all this, just to play with your emotions, make you feel like they love you and they do care about you. That is just a thrown of discernment off that they, it's the complete opposite, actually. They probably really don't like you. They probably really don't like you. And it is what it is. Like anybody who doesn't love his brother or sister, they don't love God. So never take it personal, like, and get offended. And that's something that I'm still learning and having to tell myself in my head, Brie, it's not you. Okay, if they don't accept Jesus, if they don't love Jesus, if they don't love God, then of course they're not going to love me. Okay, and keep it pushing. But that whole chase and ignore, that is just manipulation. (laughs) Point blank, period. That is a pattern to look for. If you notice that in somebody, um, again, place them where they're supposed to be. That ain't somebody that should be super close to you. Because God is not of being lukewarm. It's either you're hot or you're cold. Either you're with me or you're not. Either you're consistent or you're not. And I'm not saying some people have seasons where they just don't really want to be bothered. That's fine. But I'm saying, like I said, um, take this to God and let him show you what, what I'm saying in regards to this. But I think that you would know. Like if it's kind of like, for me, it's predictable. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there. What I've noticed about a certain group of people is they come one after the other, after the other, after the other to just get information. That's all it is. The only time they reach out to me is when they want something. The only time they reach out to um, people that I know is when they want something. And if they don't hear from one person or if they don't, if, if one person doesn't answer them, then they send somebody else. Then they send somebody else. Now, there are um, the term of it, um, I guess what I say in the world, the term of it, like in the natural would be gaslighting. Right. Um, y'all look that up. It's like a whole like study and understanding about that term. Gaslighting people who gaslight. They're usually narcissistic people and um, they'll send like flying monkeys. That's what they call it. They send other people who are supposed to be playing the fence to just gain um, access to you to pull, so that they can take whatever it is that they heard or they got out of you. They go tell the other person. OK, so I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But look out for those people. OK, discern the patterns. OK. Also, people who are always the victim, 
people who are always the victim. It could be real life situations, real life stuff like happening to them. But I knew somebody who was always like, how are you always down and out? And I mean, it was a long time. Like, I mean, like about over a year, check back in the person. Like, even if you're in the same situation in the natural, you should not be in the same situation in the spirit. You know, or, you know, you should be growing. If you're really walking with Christ, he's going to grow you in those situations. If we think about Joseph in the Bible, who was mistreated, right? Falsely accused. He was in jail and sold in slavery and did all that for nothing, right? As far as we know in the word, he didn't do anything. Okay. But how was he going to be like king of Egypt if... He was just going to play victim the whole time and crying and whining about how unfair life is. How was he ever going to grow and be able to receive all that God has for him? How was he able going to go? How was he going to be able to go from the pit to the palace if he was stuck in victim mode? Those people look out for. They're not really growing in Christ. Okay. Like watch out for those people. And um, also in closing, I just wanted to tell you guys. The truth is always consistent. (laughs) That is what people are saying as far as a story, right? But also their actions, their life would prove like the truth is always consistent. And I'm not saying like if bad things are always happening to them because then there's Job. Okay, Job went through a whole lot and he was blameless, I believe. So it's just, again, we have to discern Is this person going through stuff because they're just a bad person, right? And you would know if that person is bad if, or not really um, fruitful in Christ by what, what God shows you. Pray. We have to start praying. Or is this person going through a lot of warfare because they really are anointed by God and the enemy is trying to take them out? And this is what I wanted to say when I said, let me bring it all back because I know that there are some things that I've said in the patterns that can be twisted by the enemy and make it look like something that is not. So that is why we don't even take what man says. Don't just take what Bree say, write all this down and be like, okay, well, Bree said if this happened, then this means this. And if this happened, no, you can take what I say and you take it to the Lord and let him minister to you the way it's supposed to fit in your life. Because this is how God showed me in my life. I just really, really, really want you guys to understand that. Another thing, we have to allow the Lord to filter our thoughts and our feelings. Because if we're in, our emotions are powerful. Okay? Our emotions are very, very powerful. And they can disrupt our discernment. Okay? Um, And how so? Like, this is how I see it. If you... Okay. Emotions, emotions, emotions. Emotions can have you see a good person as bad and a bad person as good. Our emotions can have us see a bad person as good and a good person as bad. Okay? And um, this is something that I always had to like pray about even to this day. 
there are people who is is just okay i know they're not really feeling me and i have to pray to god because i don't always want to just see stuff one way because i'm hurt because this person made me so mad. So now I only see negative, 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 negative. Everything they do is negative. No, I have to literally go to God. And God will show me like, nah, Bree, that was you. Um, I'm going to tell y'all one time I had, a, I text my mother-in-law because I was upset. Uh, there was a situation. Her response triggered me. Okay. It was a response that she would usually give. And it, it, if I read it, if I read the text message, it would sound like nothing. Right. Because it wasn't really anything, right? She probably really meant well. But because of what I was facing with my husband, it kind of triggered me, right? So I prayed and I was kind of emotional and I sent her a text back before God even released me to. And the text that I sent her back, it did read uh, negatively. Partially, it was truth, right? I am the type of person, I'm just speaking the truth, but I was not speaking the truth in love because of the negative feeling that I had towards her, right? So now her response to me seemed like it's just from one position because of how I feel towards, felt towards her. And then my response to her seemed as a certain position because of how she felt about me. It's very easy for everything to seem negative and to seem like, oh, this person meant wrong when you already have a negative feeling about somebody. And I think I read that on Facebook. So and and it's yeah, that's it's the truth. So we always have to go to God. I have to process how I feel first. Sometimes I have to distance myself. I have to really just pray and, and forgive right before I can say anything because I'm not going to be able to speak in love. I'm not going to be able to have self-control if I'm already upset, if I already have these um, feelings about somebody. Yes, Lord. If I'm already bitter, if you're already bitter, you're only going to see one way. And that's why um, even though God is still healing me, I mean, I'm not even completely healed about certain things. Healing takes time, right? But I know that God is healing me every day and I'm getting better about seeing things every day um but the the root of a lot of the stuff that i was facing god cleared all that out and when god heals you he's gonna open it's like he's gonna pull back the scab right he's gonna open that wound and he's gonna properly clean it first then he closes you back and he heals you back so then there's nothing there's no residue right a lot of times like, y'all, I'm talking too much. But basically, just make sure God is filtering your discernment and not the enemy. Because the enemy would try to show you, oh, this is discernment. When the enemy just wants you to look at this person negatively. So we ask God that you give us clear eyes, God. We ask that you will speak to us and you will silence the enemy, God. And that you will show us your truth, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. And God, I, and then I wanted to tell you guys, we also have to be open. So if you're truly praying to God for discernment, you're going to have to be open to whatever it is that he shows you, even if you don't like it. And I always go back to this story because this, this is the main one that really humbled me. This is the one that snatched me out of having a religious spirit. When I first came into loving Christ and his word, 
for what it was. I was reading it and digesting it and really receiving it. But you guys, do you know, I was like super religious. I was super religious and didn't even know that I was until I was sitting. I remember I was sitting on the balcony with my husband and we were having this little debate and I was ready. Like, you know, I'm in my word. What you got to say? I'm in my word. You ain't the only one now. I, I know I got word to back what I got to say now. Like I had this stance being all puffed up. Right. And my and I remember what flew out my mouth was like, OK, but are you on a 40 day fast? I don't see you fasting. <laughs> and I forgot what my husband said, like most of what he said. But he did say like, yeah, you real prideful, though. That's pride. That's pride. You the one with pride. I'm like, I don't have pride. I don't have pride. And I went to God like, you hear what he said? Talk about I got pride. God said, yeah, your husband's right. All that was pride. Y'all, I'm like, really? I was so, so mad at God, right? But he showed me why. And it's funny because God will give you space. Y'all, I've been talking for an hour. Okay, let me hurry up. So God, I, God had to give me the space to ex- like heal, accept the truth because <laughs> the truth was it was pride. It was okay. And so then I, I prayed and God showed me why. If you ever think that you are better than anybody automatically, <laughs> that's pride. It doesn't matter who the person is, where the person is in their walk with Christ. It doesn't matter if you try to hold yourself higher than somebody that is pride. And for that, when God checked me like that, I will, I feel like, and this is a confession, I will forever be humbled. I'm not better than anybody. I just say yes to God. That's all. The only thing that's different but different between me and somebody else is I say yes to God and I allow God to show me his love for me. That is the difference. And what I do is to prevent me having pride and prevent me from looking down at people and feeling some type of way is number one, I confess my sins daily. I ask God to show me myself daily. And then I don't stay stuck on somebody else's sin. I don't stay stuck on what I know that somebody else is doing. I pray that God will show them. I just pray, God, show them this, show them this, show them this. Like, without any feeling in my heart. So anyway, uh, that's all I got for y'all. Um, Yeah, so, you know. To keep it black and white, y'all, we got to discern. We got to discern even ourselves, like where we are with God. Is this God? You know, um, it was very big motive. Bri, what is your motive? You know, I can paint it up and say, well, my motive is is just for God to get the glory. And really, my motive is for me to be glorified. I can say, well, my motive is so this person can can get the help and the guidance <clears throat> when really my motive is to control the person and the outcome is really like it can, it's not really complicated, but there's layers. So I just pray, Father, you would show your people exactly what I'm saying, even if it's or even so what you're saying, even if it's complicated, Lord, I don't know if I'm making this complicated, but Lord, I pray that you make it black and white. I pray that you will make it clear to them um, what I'm trying to say, Lord, in Jesus mighty name. You guys, I'm so thankful for y'all. And I just pray that you guys 
go to God with this. And, and I just pray that God will show you because I don't, my heart is I really don't want you guys to be deceived like how I was deceived and, and be like on this emotional roller coaster. Like that's like witchcraft. People like controlling your emotions. We have to like break that and not let people play on us. Not let the enemy prey on us. We have to. So um, that's just how we stay protected, right? And I'm telling y'all, it's, it's an amazing amount of peace you have with Christ when when you really release these things and pay attention and accept it. Accept it. I know you don't want to let that friend go. I know you don't want to cut this man off. I know. I know you looked up to this person and it just hurts. Sometimes it hurts. The reality checks hurt. But you guys, the reminder is Jesus is our everything. Jesus is our everything. It could be your mama, your husband, your child, your pastor. It doesn't matter. Your mentor, your mentee. It doesn't matter. Christ is supposed to be our everything. And I had to get into a position where I was like, well, look, if, if everybody walks out my life, I still have Jesus. So that means I'm good. No, God doesn't want us to be alone. So I'm not saying like forget everybody. I can No, I'm not saying I'm saying if it comes down to it. That there's a certain person in your family or a certain person in your circle. And this podcast has revealed or the Lord will reveal to you that this person isn't for you. You have to be able to let that person go. And uh, it don't even have to be cut the person off forever. I don't know if God says that, then do that, right? But I'm saying even if it's just, okay, instead of this person being in my circle, this person is going to be outside of my circle, or maybe this person is going to be in a whole different category. Let the Lord lead you. And he will give you the comfort and peace in doing so. Okay. So that's all I got for you guys. I'm so sorry this was so long. But I mean, I don't know. It was, it was, it's God, right? So I just pray again. Y'all be blessed this week. Um, look out for my YouTube on Thursday. I'll be releasing, releasing another word. And, um, yeah, you guys know that you are covered, you are loved, and feel free to email me, okay? Love you guys. Bye!